Hello there. Hello there, and how are you today? I am using my snowball to make sure this one works too. Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. We will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From like rub brats to like as told by Ginger to Movie Monday to True Creepy Things Tuesday to whatever I feel like talking about because this is my podcast. And I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old fashioned podcast fun and we'll try to stay as calm as we can but let's get into it and let's all have some fun listening and you can also see me sometimes on youtube doing my podcast as well okay here we go some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. So today we're gonna talk about the Santa Claus. Let's see if I can find any info. Here we go. The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus is a 1994 American Christmas comedy drama filled written by Lee. Plot, successful toy toy store salesman Scott Calvin prepares to spend Christmas Eve with his son Charlie. Scott wants to maintain 
his belief in Santa Claus, despite not believing in himself. Scott's ex-wife, Lori, and her psychiatrist husband, Dr. Neil Miller, both stopped believing in Santa at a young age and feel that Charlie needs to do so as well. After an older kid made Char uh, Charlie upset by saying, Santa isn't real. On Christmas Eve, Scott burns the turkey, so he and Charlie go to dinner, D Denny's for dinner. That night, they are awakened by a noise on the roof. Scott startled a man standing on the roof who slips and falls to the ground. The dead man's body vanishes, leaving behind a red suit and business card that states, if someone should happen, if something should happen to me, put on my suit. The reindeer will know what to do. Scott don dons the suit and spends the rest of the night delivering gifts before the reindeer take him to the North Pole. Birdman, the head elf, explained that by putting on the suit, Scott is subject to a legal technical known as the Santa Claus and has accepted of all Santa's duties and responsibilities. Bernard, that's his name, Bernard, gives Scott 11 months to get his affairs in order before reporting back to the North Pole on Thanksgiving. Confused and overwhelmed, Scott changes into PJs, provided to him, and falls asleep, waking in his own bed. Scott thinks it was a all a dream he, until he realizes he is wearing the PJs when Charlie proudly tells his class that Scott is Santa, Lorna Neal, and the principal Scott tells Charlie that it was a dream, but Scott insists instead ask him to keep it to themselves. Over the course of the year, Scott acquires a lacking for milk and cookies, which is weird because he's actually lactose intolerant, and gains a lot of weight. Along with a thick beard and a ton desperate attempts to shave it, and his hair whitens and is unaffected by dying. After Lauren and Neil witness Charlie wanting to sit on Scott's lap at Charlie's soccer game, children wanting to sit on Charlie, okay, Neil witnessed children wanting to sit on Scott's lap at Charlie's soccer game, they assume Scott is deliberately misleading Charlie and decides to have a judge suspend Scott's visitation rights, which devastates him. At Thanksgiving, Scott goes to Lauren and Neil's house to say goodbye to Charlie, but Neil won't let him anywhere near Charlie. When Neil insists that Scott is not Santa, Charlie shows Scott a magical snow glove that Bernard had given him. Finally, convincing Scott that he is real, really is Santa. When Lauren and Neil allow Scott a minute to take Charlie alone, Bernard appears and transports him and Charlie to the North Pole. Taking, thinking Scott has kidnapped Charlie, Lauren and Neil call the police. On Christmas Eve, Scott sets out to deliver the gifts with Charlie in tow. 
Upon arriving at Warren and Neil's house, Scott is arrested. The elves send a team to break him out of jail. Scott convinces Lauren and, and Neil. He is Santa, and asks Charlie to spend Christmas with him, as they are family too. Oh, ask. Okay. Charlie. Uh, okay. Why not? Okay. Oh, they ask Neil. Okay, before leaving, Scott gives Lauren and Neil the two Christmas presents that they never got as children, which had caused their disbelief in Santa. Scott proves his identity to the police before heading off, and Neil apologizes to Charlie, who forgives him. Charlie summons Scott back with a snow globe, and Lauren agrees to let Charlie go with Scott in the sleigh to finish the presents. So here's the thing. In the beginning, they're at a Christmas party, right? Yeah, they are. I know, because I've watched this movie like a gazillion times. And him and this woman get set up on stage and get like, like, hey, you guys were the best ones. You did all the work. And Scott, when she was in the middle of like her speech, takes her microphone out of her hand. And I'm like, what? what is this again? Like, why is this always a thing? Like Taylor Swift and Kanye West, that was a thing. A few other people that I've seen were like, they take the microphone from a woman. And it has happened. I just can't remember off the top of my head. And then, there is this part where Charlie and his dad burnt like a turkey, which is weird because my family doesn't do turkeys on Christmas. They do ham, I guess. And I get mac and cheese for both Thanksgiving and Christmas because of my weird food habits and allergies. Anyway, the thing is, every person at the diner was a dad with a kid. I'm like, okay, first of all, not all dads don't know how to cook. Not all diverse, divorced dads are like this bad at cooking. Also, like, you're making it assume that all these dads are terrible cooks, they barely get their kids, because you could kind of tell, like, there's an awkwardness between them and the kids. And it's like, okay, yeah, this definitely has its outdated qualities, also has its good qualities. And it's like, yeah, I could see where some people would get annoyed by some of the things he says about women and, like, different things about, like, divorce. But it does stand for its time. And I like this movie. I was just kind of surprised that the outdated, like, jokes about women and jokes about, like, hey, I'm a single dad or I'm a divorced dad and we can't cook. Like, or we just don't care about the kids. Like, that's not true. I know, like, some dads, yeah, there are some dads out there who don't see their kids. I know, because I've been through it, where my daughter's dad doesn't see her kids. But at the same time, my stepdad, when my mom passed away, he took over, he could kind of cook, but he made sure his son and him had a roof over their head, food. And they even had video games, and they had a place to live, they went to school, he dropped him off, he dealt with him even though he was autistic, 
and has like OCD and I can tell you it's not as easy as you think and those jokes kind of like stung a little I'm like yeah okay even my stepdad's like that's rude I'm a single dad I'm like yeah I know like not all dads are like this but okay and they were out of everything like chocolate milk eggnog without the extra And I think like he was lugging late and then like his stairs were slippery. It was a whole thing. But like you could tell the mean grumpiness that he had in the beginning went away after he realized he was really Santa Claus and Charlie believed in him and kind of taught him like guess what being kind and nice and spending time with me was more important than work. And yeah, like his dad did work for a toys company, so it wasn't as far-fetched as like, say like, uptight business person who isn't like a toy company, but his dad's like Santa, he said. I think this movie's still classic, it's still touching, it's still lovely. I think if they remade it, maybe don't make some of these outdated jokes. And also like, Making fun of weight is kind of in there. And it's kind of weird. But, you know, other than that, it kind of holds up. If it wasn't for some of the outdated jokes, it would hold up. It has the sediment, it has the Christmas feeling. But boy, do those first few minutes not feel like a Christmas movie. Like, I felt like I was watching, like, this depressing, like, drama like depressing not like Christmas lovely but then like it switches gears and it's all like Christmas lovely parent trying to step up and be there for the kid finally understanding what different things are I would say this movie definitely has its impact would I say remake it no not no we have plenty of Christmas movies we don't need to remake all of them but if they do, please leave out the outdated jokes about single dads, divorced dads, women. But this was like 1994. Oh, that was the year I was born. So this is about 27 years old, about to be 28. So yeah, this is an old movie and you can tell. Sometimes you can tell with certain movies, like the jokes are outdated. And yeah, if you want me to review Friends, those jokes, some of them are outdated. That's a whole different conversation because some of them are just inappropriate. But they also have their sentiment. But anyway, I hope you all like this. Enjoy. Have a great day.